My name is Megan Brame. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hey, Megan here. If you don't know me, I'm a five-time award-winning advanced digital marketing strategist and freelance writer, and I help bloggers, solopreneurs, and freelancers develop ride-or-die fans for life through organic marketing. So thank you for joining me today. This month, we've been talking about blogging specifically, how to make sure that you are successful as a blogger. Last week, we talked about profitable niches and Yes, we talked about how big these industries are and how much the average successful blogger makes, but we didn't really talk about how that money comes to you. And so I want to give you a couple of ideas for the ways that you can make money as a blog or as a blogger. You are not a blog. Now, you don't have to do all of these, but I do recommend you set up a strategy that creates more than one bucket of revenue for your blog because things change all the time in the online world. Google can change their algorithm that messes with your CPM. Affiliates can die, not die, but (laughs) you know, things can happen. And the more spread out your revenue streams are, the more diversified your revenue streams are, the more you'll be able to weather any kind of storm that happens that affects one of your revenue streams. So here are the ways that most bloggers can make money. And the first and most profitable by far is affiliate sales. I'm going to read you this statistic. Bloggers who make between $7,500 and $25,000 per month $25,000 per month, oh my God. Get 42.2% of that revenue from affiliate sales. Now, if you don't know what affiliate sales are, what that is is a partnership you set up with a company that you will mention their product or their service with a tracking link. So for me, I have an affiliate partnership with Shopify and my Shopify affiliate link is meganbrame.com slash Shopify. That takes you to Shopify and let Shopify know you got there because I recommended it. And if you sign up for Shopify, I get a thank you commission. And the commission isn't a lot, but every little bit adds up. Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income, I don't know if he does this anymore. It's been a while since I've been on his blog, but I do know that he used to write a monthly revenue report showing how much he made from affiliate sales. And he made like hundreds of thousands of dollars just from recommending things that he liked. The same can go for you too. It doesn't cost anything and shouldn't cost anything for you to sign up as an affiliate partner for a company that you like. You might have to like schmooze them a little bit, especially if you're starting out and you don't have any kind of data that shows that you have an audience. But most likely you'll be able to set up that partnership or Amazon Associates is also free and really easy to start up. Setting up that strategy is so great because blog content that's evergreen, that has affiliate links, it's just constantly generating you revenue and is so great, so easy to do. So affiliate sales, I think, I mean, the the industry stats don't lie. It's a really critical part of blogging and earning money as a blogger. Next are ads. So anytime you see a blog with 
ads that are video or the banners or anything like that, that's an advertising strategy. A statistic that I found is that food bloggers earn 42% of their income from ads. Also, bloggers who earn $2,000 or more a month from their blogs have an ad management relationship with Mediavine or AdThrive. And if you don't know them, they are the they are ad management companies that you hook up with and they pay you every month depending on how many um, RPMs, I think RPMs and maybe CPM, I think it's just RPM, um, how many views your blog gets and your ads get, if there's any clicks and things like that. Now they do have very stringent minimum requirements that you have to have in terms of views, uh, monthly views, to your website. So they're good once you can get into them, but it takes a lot to get into them. And you can start with Google AdSense. Google AdSense is very easy to get into. Not everybody does, but most times they'll approve your blog as long as you have a couple of posts up already and show them what it is you're doing and gives them an understanding that like you're not doing a bunch of, I don't know, porn and meth posts or something like they, you have an ad friendly site that will be beneficial, mutually beneficial for both of you. However, one thing I do want to point out with ads is that it really, despite food bloggers having 42% of their income come from ads, I feel like it's worth mentioning that ads are not a great user experience and people don't like them. 27% of blog readers admit to having ad blockers software on all the time. So again, this goes with diversifying your platforms, your revenue streams. The more you have available, the less you have to worry about someone using an ad blocker on your website. Next are sponsored posts. Sponsored posts are like affiliates and sometimes can be affiliates too, but it's where a company pays you upfront to post something about their product or service. It's usually if you have been a fan of their service or if you have some sort of project that um, highlights them in some kind of way. It's more like product reviews or things like that. And these can be lucrative, but in terms of statistics, I couldn't find any really great statistics about this. So the things that I found or that content marketing which is essentially sponsored posts, but it's other things too. It's a $412.88 billion industry. So that means that companies are spending a lot on content marketing, which is where sponsored posts fall into. And ad spend on social media marketing, which you've seen with sponsored posts on Instagram or things like that, that's a $173 billion industry in 2022. Video ad spending, so people making ads with videos like on YouTube, $24.35 billion industry. So there is money in, to be made in sponsored posts. To become successful as a sponsored post maker, you have to have a community established that will be willing to listen to you talk about uh, someone that's paid you. You have to find a way to make these interesting and not just advertisements. You have to have good stats because people want to pay for an already there audience. And I think you have to be creative about it. I think that the more willing you are to do something a little bit different, the more 
interested you're going to find sponsors to be. And that's not a great answer. I don't have specifics on how you can be different. But uh, if you're able to put a spin on something, I think that that kind of sets you up as worth taking a shot with, especially if you don't have really good numbers ahead of time. Now, when you become uber successful, there are places like Social Blue Book that will rank you and will have sponsors coming to you. But there are also websites like blogmeetsbrand.com, um, Massive Sway, different ones like this that have, they're essentially middlemen that work with companies to find blogs or social media accounts that fit a certain niche and have certain numbers to run ad campaigns. So you can apply for those places and see if they'll let you in. Again, you have to have some sort of established numbers and stats for those kind of places, but it doesn't mean you can't also go out on your own and pitch companies, especially if you have a unique spin that you want to put on things. The best way to do that is look for their PR. Uh, go on their website, look for their PR contact, or they might have a marketing contact or something like that. Look for somebody who is in charge of making the brand look good. That is going to be your best way to pitch your idea for a sponsored post. Another super profitable method is having your own products. This can be actual physical products, uh, downloadable products, drop shipping, um, one-off, you know, like you have Teespring or something, drop ship for you, that kind of stuff. It, it's some kind of way for you to have merch that doesn't rely on outside companies doing things for you. I mean, it does if you're doing drop shipping or something like that, but my, my point more is that it, it gives you more control. An interesting stat I found out is that 45% of bloggers who earn $50,000 or more per year sell a product or service, while only 8% of lower income bloggers do. So if you think about that, to become a successful blogger that earns at least $50,000 a year, an easy avenue to do that is to have your own product or service where not doing that statistically seems to put you at a disadvantage towards making a livable income. So you don't have to have an entire suite of products. You know, you don't need to have a, like a Sears catalog. I know I'm a millennial. I'm really old. I'm sorry. Of products or services. If you only have one, that is a perfect place to jump off because it helps you learn how to promote it and become more effective as a marketer of your own products. And it makes you become a business person. So just start with one. That's all you really have to do. And last in this pile of revenue streams is becoming an authority. And what I mean by that is setting yourself up as the creme de la creme of some sort of niche for blogging. So if you are like the um, credit card churning guru blogger, you're going to become, you're going to see more revenue because you've established yourself as that. And so what that is, is doing speaking gigs, um, 
selling courses, memberships, coaching, consulting, those kind of things where you are selling your expertise. And I have no stats to prove how lucrative this is because I don't trust any stats on this one. Uh, everybody that I sourced, that I tried to source for a good statistic to show you how lucrative this is, has some skin in the game with giving you that, like they're trying to sell you a course on building courses or something like that. So um, you're just going to take my word for it that it is incredibly lucrative to become an authority. Now to do this, takes a lot of legwork. It takes PR to get your name out there, get you on podcasts or magazine interviews or guest posts or things like that. It takes a community behind you that someone can say, you have the social proof that you know what you're doing. It's not an easy avenue to get started in, but it can become a very lucrative avenue very quickly if you understand how to do it and you set a path towards getting you there eventually. So I hope that was beneficial for you. There are, I'm sure, more categories that I'm not thinking about because my coffee is worn off. And if you have some of those, leave a comment below and let me know them. And then I might do some research and stats for you and see if I can find some more lucrative avenues for you. But if you can leave a comment and let me know which ones I missed, I would really appreciate that. And I will see you in the next video.